0: That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. My name is Brandon Hoy, co-owner of Robertas, a super duper awesome place.
1: Robertas
2: is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show spanning the globe for high-minded hijinks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear fission. They're too bad for radio and too good-looking for television. And now, here they are, the nickels and May of the now generation, your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy
1: McGuire.
2: All right, we're back. It's Mike Edison for the Mike and Judy Show. And Judy is off in Greece somewhere uh, doing the Lord's work. She's on a missionary assignment. Um, and with me today, co-hosting, is the beautiful and special Rachel Kramer Boston. Hi. How are you, Rachel? I'm good. I'm doing very well today. and I'm doing well today. I, because I'm not only do I have you, Rachel, I have Rachel Shukart <laughs> with us. I am surrounded by beautiful, hyper-intelligent women, Hello. both too hot for television. And Ben Lerman. And Ben Lerman. <laughs> oh, King- I don't
1: fit in that category?
3: To do. You're sure. Beautiful woman. <laughs> Thank you.
2: And too hot for television. Hot and Ben television. is the king of the funny song. But uh, we're going to start <laughs> off. Uh, do we have a call in? Is Jack on the line yet?
4: No, we
0: don't have we Jack don't yet. Because
2: we got a call in from. Uh, Engineer of the Stars, Jack Gensley. Are they going to
3: ask us how to fix his car?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he said Bonnaroo, presumably uh, not taking a shower and hanging out with the hippies. Um, but meanwhile, we can segue that somehow into today's topic of conversation, which is going to be, well, multifarious, actually. Uh, we're going to talk about erotica. We're going to talk about Fifty Shades of Grey. We're going to sing dirty songs. Rachel wants to talk about trivia. And we're going to talk about Miss America. Hmm. Everybody nods their those heads It's radio, those guys. Those all go together. <laughs> those go uh, so cool. together. Not so, so, so I was reading the New York Post today, like I was saying, I saw the new Miss America, and she was posing in front of Tiffany's, uh, wearing a black Chanel dress and, and the sunglasses, pretending to be Holly Golightly, and saying she's her hero and she's living her dream. And my question is, did anybody ever tell her that Holly Golightly is a whore? Well,
3: first of all, I am shocked that Karl Lagerfeld allowed someone as class as Miss America to be photographed in Chanel. <laughs> She must have had to pay for it. I can't imagine <laughs> that Chanel was like, oh, you know what we need for branding? Yeah. <laughs> to dress some person from Oklahoma. Oh, actually, actually she's, yes. from,
2: she's from New York. This oh, she's America. from New York. She's oh, well, then never mind. From, she's from New York, but Miss Pennsylvania apparently has... Oh, no, this is Miss USA. Oh, this oh, this Miss is Miss USA. USA. Oh, sorry. This is how I got confused. Okay. Well,
1: <laughs> ask me about professional wrestling. <laughs> I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being a whore or to aspire to it.
2: no. No, I agree <laughs> I agree No I'm not casting aspersion on, on whores oh, okay. You're just Ooh. casting aspersion on
3: Miss
1: <laughs> I, think, I think this is making you know, a and brand value Holly, judgment Holly and if Golightly you're going,
3: yeah, no, If go you're ahead. going
1: to be a whore Then Holly Golightly is really at the very top of that heap
3: I agree Holly Golightly was a call girl with a mission I mean it wasn't She wasn't like doing it for drugs and She was planning to move up in the world she
1: was A social climber A social careerist, careerist social An opportunist
3: careerist, A careerist mm. call girl
1: that's right. She didn't just do it for money. She did it for real estate. Hi. Did she, she look good? <laughs> yeah, she looked good. She's Miss fucking USA. Okay. <laughs> it's
2: Miss Rhode Island. Is it Miss That's the one.
3: Miss Rhode Island. You sure? Well, wow. The woman,
2: but the thing also intriguing I'm in the story...
3: I just read about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, we we know
3: freshly. This we,
2: we we know. <laughs> I mean, what is Mr. is Mr. Trump is Don Trump involved in this? His yeah, thing? he owns
3: it. He right. owns the whole Miss Universe franchise. Right, right. Which is the creepiest thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, he know he knows a lot about young women. Yeah,
3: yeah, a lot, a lot. Uh, what
2: they want, their aspirations. Mm. Could you imagine needs? owning
4: a beauty pageant? Like that's my <laughs> beauty pageant. You know, I don't know. Well,
2: what would your beauty pageant be like? Oh, one can only imagine.
4: I know. Can you, can I you really imagine owning a, a human being?
3: <laughs> <laughs> <This is>
4: <laughs> <true>. <laughs> I think it could be cool, though. You could have them do, I don't know, striptease, but like, you know, burlesque. You could have them do music. You could have them do whatever. I was in, you in want. a, I was
1: in a pa- uh, pageant once. I wasn't one of the what contestants, the though. What was pageant? It was called the Miss Fag Hag pageant. That's and awesome. oh. I was the hag's fag. My and friend Tanya she won.
3: won that. Did you though? have to that, be yeah, Tanya's? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I was Tanya's partner. And that, <laughs> I, yeah, I dressed up like Karl Lagerfeld. Wow and oh, it was wonderful. Rachel. It was a really fun experience. What a web you weave! <laughs> Thank you for ushering her to
3: victory. <laughs> no, See, that's,
1: that's
4: a cool pageant. And there's yeah. like the Miss Lower. Isn't there Miss Lower East Side? Uh,
1: yeah,
3: the Elliot. Yeah. yeah, and Mr. Lower East
2: Side. There's Miss Les. Yeah. Miss
3: Les.
1: There's um, some cool pageants. I don't know if I want to wear that sash.
3: The Miss Les
2: sash, <laughs> <laughs> or Mr.
1: Les, Mr. Fag- Mr. Fag- Les,
3: or there's a, Mr. there's a
1: There's a. Is it Mister Les, Mister <laughs> Femme? I don't know. There's like a trans man pageant, also. Oh,
3: See, yeah. there are alternative pageants. Well, I yeah. I have always been really interested in the like Mrs. America one. It's like I don't know if they What's have it that anymore. One? I mean, it was for married women, and it was all about being a like, homemaker. Well, mil- like, oh, milf this is the
2: biggest category in pornography these days. Yeah. Of course, you know most milfs are twenty. That's a step
3: 20, forward for feminism. Twenty-four years old <laughs> <laughs> is like
2: sort of when it happens. <laughs> you're twenty-five. It's like, sorry, honey, you're a milf.
3: Do you think that that? also <laughs> has, no, look? You know what? I feel to be a MILF that the kid has to be the same age as the person who is uh, thinking of her in a MILF sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's got to be the mother of a peer. It can't be, like, the mother of a newborn. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're also well, a newborn. Well, as superannuated <laughs> as I am, all my older women fantasies... And then fantasies, a Mills. Um, a mom, I'd like to suckle. <laughs> uh,
2: all of my older women fantasies now involve women who are younger than me. Because that's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> it was first I got older than the baseball players. Then I got older than the school teachers I had crushes on. And now I'm older than the older
3: You're women. not older than the president.
2: No, uh... Um, no know. Joan Rivers fantasies. Well, and speaking of John Rivers, weren't you just on a date with Joan
3: Rivers? <laughs> we did. We had a phone date. <laughs> <laughs> and I was.
2: Jo- We've had our ghostwriter on she the show, you know. She
3: was so nice. So nice. And I've heard about this before, and I even wrote about it, how... I know people you know that have worked with her, or talked with her, who, who say like she's just like the kindest, nicest, most thoughtful person, and like it's totally at odds with her. I mean, she's so really sensitive think you and really her nice, and like act it's totally. I think. Well, this is what she said about her act, which I thought was amazing: is that her act is about the unsayable. It's the thing that you're not supposed to say. Is the thing that she says, and that's where the humor comes from. So um, yeah, but she was she was great. I mean, she was funny, and her book is hilarious. It's called "I Hate Everything Starting with Myself." Because <laughs> I say things you <laughs> you're not, with me. I say things
2: you're not supposed to say things I just get yelled at. I got looks.
3: Yeah, well, you don't say them on the stage. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> in, One in, tries. Front of, in front of a clack of adoring gay men who have all paid $75 I, I, to see you. I, I, I
4: you do, know what I love I about her? Did you guys see the documentary about her? Yeah. Piece um, of work. The part where she had the filing cabinet full of every yeah. joke she's ever written. Index card by, by category, it was like Melissa's date. Right. <laughs> it's like Melissa's ass. Asked. But I thought that was so sort of like business-like, but just amazing that she would start. That's old school, right? She's, cool, amazing. she's amazing. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm a total fan. I, do, I she's think She's amazing. I think
4: and if I had met her she's still working and still like doing all this stuff. She does She still have wants to. to do.
3: She still has all the stuff that she wants to do. She was telling me she, she wants to do another book, another sequel to this book. And she was talking about like, she's talking about doing a late night show. And like, all, I mean, it's amazing. She's amazing. Well, well she's done that, the,
2: but didn't really work out too
1: well. In the, uh, After
2: she crossed Johnny Carson, yeah. Well, he's dead okay, now. Well, you don't, <laughs> so who won? You don't cross Johnny.
1: <laughs> In the documentary, they paint her as a little bit. Well, I mean, it's a great documentary. So the the they paint her as a as a tragic figure who's never really achieved the artistic success that she always I, wanted I to be an actor, well, wanted to be a Broadway actress. And, well,
4: I thought the only sad thing about the documentary was that it, when she's flipping through her book and it's empty, her calendar, and right. she's like clearly needs that. To feel fulfilled, mm. I guess depends right. on how you want to see that
1: validation. That validation. Well, she's show focused. She's she's a working
2: comedian, and that's how you measure success. On some level, is just how filled that calendar is. But I mean, let's face it. I mean, you see the you know nine hundred room mansion that she lives in, you know, with piano oh, and yeah. a piano and swimming pool in every room. Uh, she's doing all right, Joan. but she works. You know, yeah, she's a she wor- works. But she's I feel work.
4: like side. I mean, yes, money is the factor. But I feel like if she had no gigs, no projects, anything, she would be one of those people who like would die without yeah. having some. I love John.
2: Nice Jewish girl. I think if I had met her when she was like 26, like in 1914, I think we could have been an item. (laughs) Let's talk about some of your books. Okay, Rachel RKB, the premier editor of Erotica in America. Thank you. What are you working on now? You just fast. won a multitude of awards, I believe. I did I believe.
4: win some awards. Um, <gasps> Award winning <but>, eroticist. Um, <laughs> um, That's what, right. Welcome to the Mike
2: and Judy show, Rachel. I,
4: <laughs> <laughs> I have two new books. One is about hotel sex, which I love hotels. I love, love hotel everything sex. about hotels. I love like researching hotels. I I think the hard... Has anyone been to the hard rock in Las Vegas? I it was have. So... It, Apparently there's a room Or a suite or whatever With a bowling alley Does anyone know about that? I I have to investigate that I was just reading this Porn star memoir Where they mention it And I'm like
2: Bowling alley sucks? Well not have well, you ever written any Bowling Alley Sucks? I haven't written any Bowling Alley Sucks. As is well known, I am the author of 28 pornographic novels. <laughs> of Bowling Alley <laughs> And <socks>? there's not <laughs> one bowling scene in any of them. I can't believe it. You know I, what I, I I'm thinking it. about this now. I'm running it back through my head. Every single book is some guy putting cocaine in his cock, but no one balls.
4: Wow. <laughs> I haven't written that either. But I have written wrestling or boxing, and I don't know anything about boxing. I like writing about
2: stuff. I, I, I actually about. have
3: a semi-erotic Bowling Alley story. Really? Although it doesn't involve me. It's a vicarious one. Wow. Okay. Ten, when, it, ten pins yes, and balls? Well, when I was growing something. up, I had this really good friend whose stepfather owned Kelly's, which was this bowling alley in town. I shouldn't have said the name. Now I'm going. To go and to this trouble. is it doesn't exist anymore. Just kidding. And, <laughs> and so we would get to go and bowl all the time because we were friends. And uh, and but also we would tell our parents that we were going bowling whenever we were going to go do something that we weren't supposed to do. So going bowling <laughs> became this euphemism for <laughs> taking, taking
2: drugs, and having, we're taking sex. drugs and having sex. Bowling.
1: bowling really gives you a lot of really wonderful metaphors for sex, I would think. Do you, you have know? any bowling yeah. songs, Ben? Lay down some pins, what? <laughs> you have any bowling songs? Uh, not yet. Okay. We're going to get <laughs> Ben to sing a song. Time. We're going to work on a good segment <laughs> gonna, for like, you. We're going to all
4: spawn art projects based on bowling okay. after today. So what do
2: you got, what do you got besides
4: bowling <laughs> so what sex happened? going on
3: over
2: there?
4: Wait.
3: Oh. What happened? Oh, well, the story is my So my friend was, you know, he was beginning to come into his gay identity, and it wasn't so easy in Nebraska, like, at that time. Although, you know, I think he it was all right, but, like, he, it was hard to meet people. So he started like going online and getting guys to come and meet him in the parking lot of his stepfather's bowling alley and then they would have sex wow. in the car. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hot.
2: I like that. You grew up like in the bowling capital of and, the world, probably. Right, and then
3: when he came home, he'd be like, oh, I was just bowling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just went
3: bowling. I was just bowling again tonight. Just, mm. just rolling some
4: balls. <laughs> so what else you got over there, RKB? I have a new book called Going Down. Oh, what's that about? Oral Sex Stories. <laughs> and I'm working on a couple new ones. It's a little one, on the nose, one, don't you think? Yeah, you know, it, I mean. it ominous? Uh,
2: yeah, never mind. Uh, <laughs>
4: um, I, just wrote, I did just write, a, a speaking of nerdy topics, I don't know if we were speaking of nerdy topics, but I wrote an erotica story about a puzzle, jigsaw puzzle.
2: I think a jigsaw <laughs> puzzle could be all those interlocking pieces working together I, listen, to this common puzzle. I I I like it's see a this.
3: Thing. It boring this doing is, a jigsaw it's true. puzzle. This
2: is Unless true. you're having sex.
3: Listen, yeah. I lost my virginity during a game of Tetris. Tetris was <laughs> well, playing in the well. background. And and and, and, and who you did you give up to?
2: Pac Man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> were you playing Tetris? Well, someone had. Were the we Super Mario Brothers been, there? We had been playing Tetris, and you know how it how it as it was happening, then you know how as it. It was like a big screen, so it was quite a large like a longer Tetris than like a Game Boy Tetris, so it was louder. Oh, also. A so as Tetris. it started like happening like with more energy, like it you know how it like fills up and starts getting <laughs> yeah, faster yeah. and
4: faster
0: wow. and faster and <laughs> faster. <Okay>. That's not dirty <laughs> at all.
3: Yeah, it's
4: got a it's it has a, its own sort of <laughs> a I wonder lot what of the sexiest video game is, although I
3: Tetris.
2: Tetris. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Donkey Kong Hello. Okay, Donkey Kong. I don't know. Now there's all
3: those ones that are just like watching a movie or you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Before we get to our break, I've been determined I do want to do my dramatic reading from Fifty Shades of Grey Mm and we can pick it up and talk more about erotica Uh, Joe, you got the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey music for me? (laughs) Thank (laughs) you Okay I like him There, I've admitted it to myself I cannot hide from my feelings anymore I've never felt like this before I find him attractive Very attractive But it's a lost cause I know, and I sigh with bitter sweat, bittersweet regret. I spent several minutes staring at the closed door with which he just left before I returned to planet Earth. That's it. That's all I got. That's enough. You get the idea. <laughs> what a piece of crap. <laughs> okay no whispering we got no secrets on, so, them, on the Mike and Judy show Rachel number one it's not a secret the Rachel, guy
4: sitting outside our, ta- our studio just showed uh, like a sexy photo on his phone not to us but I <laughs> saw it was a girl in like in a bikini
2: you eavesdropped dropped am sorry s- I did you know, I'm trying to make this he great important me. statement I'm about sorry. 50 Shades of Grey and you guys are I'm sorry
4: but <laughs> people are holding up half naked <laughs> oh, photos it's, it's kind of one. hard to know. that's the New York look. Rangers I think
1: so who's so so? I do I just I did. do have a song about losing my virginity it's actually the last song I wrote, so maybe we'll come back. After <laughs> Almost, uh, is it, is it was not to touch it. There was no touchers. No,
4: Hubert.
1: It was, was to Hubert. No. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a, a short I break. What I was, with we're gonna
2: take a short break. I was shocked, you know, when my mother told me she read Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> and all three of the Fifty Shades books, and that all her friends had read it. It's
3: that's
2: it's, the audience. It's too
3: much to process. I, I, that's I know. The audience, like it's
2: fucked up. When my mom starts listening to the Velvet Underground, though, that's when I'm gonna start getting worried. It's the Mike and June <laughs> show. Did you like them? Loved them. <laughs> Scary. we
1: girl child, in the dark. Comes in bells, your servant don't forsake him. Strive, dear mistress, and cure his heart.
2: Okay, we're back streaming live on the Heritage Radio Network. It's the Mike and Judy Show. I'm Mike Edison here today with my co hostess, guest co hostess with most Rachel Rachel Kramer Bussel, and also joining us the amazing Rachel Schukert and a musical guest, Ben Lerman. Hi. Hi. So, um, you're here. We're celebrating the first annual Funny Songs Festival.
1: That's right. Today is the final day of the festival. It uh, really has been very success- successful. There's a big New York Times article about it. And I've just got a text that said I won an award. So, well, my congratulations. Career. Well, what Thank award you. did you win? I don't know yet. That's is it a Grammy, to a Tony, an Oscar? It is a Slammy. Uh, a New York Funny Songs Festival award. So, you know, my career is going to change. But wait,
2: you've already But, you've, but you were Miss fag hag usa too right
1: no i wasn't oh. i was i was, the I was gonna say your mantle's game. getting
2: pretty crowded <laughs> with, with trophies and awards
1: true. i can't wait to get this award tonight but uh we're actually celebrating at donnybrook at four so if you're in new york come on out to the lower east side
2: hey mike and, uh, yeah we got we got we got someone online oh all right here is our, our guest calling. is that jack insley engineer to the stars this is jack insley i used to work at the mike and judy <laughs> show i'm not sure if you remember me yeah joe what the fuck
1: Joe, uh, Jack.
2: Yeah, I'm a, see, I don't I'm even remember your name I'm remember from your name. and
1: I hear you guys talking about hotel sex books <laughs> I just hope nobody writes a book about hippie festival tent sex
2: Yeah, what's going on there? You're calling from Bonnaroo, right?
1: Yeah, I'm avoiding fish right now I'm <laughs> no. staying far, far away from that You Yuck. know what they
2: say about hippie sex, right? No Yes, yes. <laughs> It's fucking intense <laughs> oh good one Hey Jack that's, that's funnier than anything You ever said The entire 45 shows We did together
1: <laughs> Ouch <laughs> You just gonna take that Alright
2: So what's going on At on Jack you still there Who I don't else? know What happened Joe I think Oh we lost him I think so see, this I, is why Jack's the pro And I'm just here Maybe he's
1: off Having uh, I sex
2: th- Yeah or I think he ate The brown acid
1: Someone uh,
2: Knocked Jack off I just want
1: to
2: say Jack <laughs> off <laughs> Once uh. again You're listening To the Mike and Judy show so, who here smoked angel dust? No? Uh,
1: no, once. See, see, can never miss with this. I think I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, you're a dust, I could, I could joint, I, it was I a could joint tell. laced with a yeah. little stuff. Yeah, that's how that.
2: that's how it happens. It was
1: delightful. No. <laughs> what am I gonna lie? Wait, it was <laughs> delightful, it was delightful.
2: Yeah. It was delightful, and it wasn't angel dust.
1: <laughs> oh, is he back? I'm back. I'm back.
2: Oh. I'm back. Welcome <laughs> back, Jack. So, what's going on in Bonaroo? Tell us. It's,
1: it's all the angel dust gets in the way of my phone
2: connection. I'm sorry. <laughs> what drugs are the hippies taking down there, Jack? What's that? What drugs are the hippies taking this year?
1: You know, something weird. Um, someone was snorting a clear liquid out of a vial. I'm not even sure what that was. There's, you know, standard kids on acid everywhere. I think that uh, was know, I realized very quickly that without the psychedelic drugs, you have no super strength, no superpowers, and you fall asleep at a normal time like a normal person. Well,
2: you know what the Grateful Deadhead said when he ran out of pot? This music sucks. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, we're glad to hear from you representing the Heritage Radio Network and the Mike and Judy Show at Bonnaroo. Don't ever let it happen again. (laughs) Yeah, I'll do my best. And uh, here we are. We should introduce our new engineer. Our new engineer to the stars, Joe, who's behind the board today. Jack. How's Joe doing? Joe's doing A-OK, and he's funnier and better looking than you are, Jack, honestly. Ah,
1: damn it. Well, there goes my gig. When I get back, I'll have to to start
2: looking for other stuff. All right, well, go go do some damage down there. Teach these hippies what the fuck.
1: I will spread the good word.
2: All right. All right, moving right along. Glad to hear from you, Jack. Um, Rachel, Rachel, and Ben, Ben, you got a song for us?
1: Yeah, I was going to sing a song about how I lost my virginity. So uh, this happened in Belgium, where I was an exchange student, and it happened specifically in the bathroom of a discotheque called Le Why Not. So that was really the name of it. (laughs) Eighteen in tight blue jeans, I'm on the town and I'm hot brussels gay euro disco scene the club is called Le why not drinking chat with a translator he works at nato he's making eyes at me he wants to dance with me but then he's gotta go then another dude chats me up but he doesn't meet the mark It's hard to tell who you're talking to I've had a few in the room So dark I want my first time To be special But I'm so drunk And I gotta pee It's almost closing time I stumble to the john This is what I see Drop dead gorgeous at the urinal stall With his cock in his hand Turns away from the wall And then he eyes me up and down And I feel like a chicken leg In the eyes of a loony too Now I don't know what the hell's going on But in just a sec my virginity's gone Cause when the veil of shame falls So do your pants It was dirty and hot On the bathroom floor of blue why not I think uh, we've lost a little bit, we've lost sight of how, um, with all this acceptance of gay people, we've lost sight of how (laughs) important it is to have shameful sex, because I guess if there's a lesson in this story, it's uh, never be ashamed of being gay, because there's nothing wrong with that, absolutely nothing wrong, but always be ashamed of having sex, because that's what makes it fun. (laughs) I never even got his name, but I'll never forget his face. Isn't really such a tricky game To find love in a hopeless place He went down Took me in his mouth I thought my legs would flop A Tidal wave of pleasure Flooded out from the south He swallowed every drop So now I'm down on my knees, the room's spinning so fast Just wrote a check with my dick, that my mouth has to cash So I sucked that dick like I was a drowning man Miles from shore, and his dick was a snorkel Now I don't know what the hell's going on But in just a sec, my virginity's gone Cause when the veil of shame falls, so do your pants and hot on the floor of Dirty and hot on the bathroom floor of Luana. Dirty and hot on the bathroom floor of Luana. Dirty and hot on the bathroom floor of Luana. There it is.
2: Yeah, Ben Lerman that's a lovely lovely cool. song and very Jewish I, I thought and the whole part about not being ashamed of being gay but being ashamed of the sex right. I felt as if I were actually reading the Talmud and while I you were singing that the that.
4: club is called Le Why Not that is le true why not? I that's would, incredibly incredible Belgian
1: yeah. le, why le Why Not in, in French not. it's actually Le Why not. Yeah. not
4: that sounds like somewhere I would like to go Just, especially when you say it like that I, I can't <laughs> see the front.
1: it was like but. it was exactly it looked exactly like any small town. Town gay bar that you could you've seen them. It you know didn't there was a lot of like.
4: Belgian.
1: It just looked like they all look the <laughs> same. All the small mean. town gay bars yeah. look the same. They like there's a lot of shiny things. There's disco lights yeah. and there's there's
3: one in Amsterdam when I lived there that we used to go to all the time and I don't think it even had a name. It was just like the one with all the disco balls on right. that stuff. So where
2: was where was the gay bar out out where you grew
3: up in Nebraska? Uh, there were a couple. There was one called the Run that was sort of for the younger gays because they had like all ages nights, you know, where you didn't have to be twenty one and you would just go and dance to like share remixes nice. and stuff. And you, then there was when another you when you didn't want to have sex in the car outside. You Didn't the bowling want to have sex in the car. You went mm-hmm. there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I love America. I like that I'm talking about it like I am. In fact, in fact, <laughs> a gay teenager, which is not true, yeah. but it was basically the like, run. true. <laughs> went to the run and then um, <laughs> I didn't go to a gay well, somebody, don't, don't, you know. don't you still aspire to be a gay te- <laughs> don't you still aspire to be a gay teenager yeah basically <laughs> I still wear you know body glitter I, um, I and the other one that was like for the sort of older more professional gay crowd was called the Max which was basically like being at your office Christmas party except everyone was a man <laughs> wow I like like it looked, it really like like you were like like they dimmed the lights and tried to make it look festive on the you know the marketing floor. Are
2: you, getting, are you getting inspiration for some new books, uh, RKB yeah. Rachel Number One? Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I didn't go
3: to any K bars
4: when I was a teenager. I don't yeah. know if there were any Obviously and you didn't
3: I'm do sure enough Did that. you leave did
4: yeah. you leave
2: sheltered life? Is that, No,
4: I'm just saying Is that like, why now
2: you're the queen of erotica? Because you sort of I mean, I blossomed. don't
4: know Like where I grew up in New Jersey I don't know You grew up in New Jersey Were there gay bars
2: all over the place? No, but there was Well, back <laughs> to the cocaine penis It always comes back to the cocaine penis And, you know I, I, I feign shock at my mother reading Fifty Shades of Grey But it's been so acceptable This housewife porn and stuff And that's why I was um, it wanted to read from it Because it's really just You know, it's atrocious But where this whole Concept of this cocaine penis came from was from an Arthur Haley book. Remember Arthur Haley? Mm -hmm. He was like Jacqueline Suzanne Harold Robbins. Wrote these like megazillion selling books. Wait, who was the guy who
3: wrote Roots? Alex. Alex, Hayley. Alex Hayley. <laughs> <laughs> our, 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 I found it too. Okay, I found it too. For a second, but I can't really <laughs> be the
4: same person.
2: Arthur Ailey, a much more successful writer. No, penis isn't from Ritz. Except that it's we a, don't know.
4: Except that I've never penis. heard of him. He wrote.
2: Co-pen- he wrote. Uh, I think he wrote the airport books. Someone okay. can Google us and check it. Uh, the Money Changers. Okay. All, all these books about you know professional men and their call girls and women and you know this really kind of shiny sleazy. uh, I guarantee you there are people for
3: whom Roots has
4: served as erotica. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think there were a lot of like best-selling, there was in a way more in the 70s, such breakout, you know. Oh, yeah, because people was, were just discovering that. Gail Green wrote these really such dirty novels, and they're dirty. they like, they jump right Yeah, but where was it? the
2: cocaine penis, I ask you? And I'll tell you where it was. It was sitting in a, in a library book on the kitchen table, and I would read whatever came into the house. There weren't a lot of books, certainly nothing you could accuse of being literature in the house. Sorry. <laughs> I grew up in, and my mom uh, reads uh, the popular fiction of the day, um, one of the millions of people who do you know she's not uh, alone in this world not alone <laughs> in the world of people who somewhere in their brain there is a cocaine penis and I opened this book and the first scene I turn to is some master of the universe Wall Street mocker, putting a big pile of cocaine on his dick before he fucks his Asian con girl doesn't that totally of dull bed.
3: the sensitivity yeah, yeah, I, yeah, what, are you wasting the yeah, 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 what, yeah. it
2: doesn't occur to me either okay <laughs> <laughs> okay You know All the things I do with drugs You know It's like I don't deal them I don't put them on my dick (laughs) (laughs) Call me Call me a prude If you will Okay But (laughs) but to read this And I'm in like 7th grade It was like so shocking That it was in my house That my mom was reading this film This was was around the same time I just discovered Penthouse letters And and the Playboy Advisor And these sorts of things too And not from your mom Oh my god No That that (laughs) I got from my dad Those I stole from my father
4: Yeah So you got some from one (laughs) Some from the other
2: But it blew my fucking mind I mean to this day Like I say I still use the cocaine piece tattoo in all the book, all the porn books I wrote there's one scene where someone is doing that no matter what just <laughs> the gay as an homage books, the straight books just you, as an homage of course yeah. it's my tag so if you ever com- your
4: Nina <laughs> what if it's exactly. a lesbian story
2: <laughs> we have dildos for that Rachel I can't believe cocaine you cocaine
4: dildo she, okay I don't know I've never I will say I've never <laughs> I've written a
2: We should we should collaborate story. on drug erotica you and I we should yeah. collaborate on a book on drug porn okay alright
1: I have so okay. many new songs to write after this <laughs> uh I, before we run out of time, I would do want to say that um, the New York Funny Songs Festival uh, was having a, it was our first year this year, but we're going to have a second year of it, so you can if you are an appreciator of funny songs, or maybe you write funny songs yourself you can apply. So go check it. Just Google it online and you'll find it and you can contact us. So what do you think the funniest that.
2: song ever written is? Any nominees? What do we think? Uh, mm-hmm.
1: I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say Total I, Eclipse, <laughs> Eclipse of the Heart but there goes that irony. <laughs> this is a
3: hard question. I don't know.
1: There's so many funny songs. And but it's
3: if, I guess it's a funny, ha- like a f- intentionally funny yeah, song? Yeah, I was thinking funny yeah. how- intentionally funny song. That's the question. I mean, what
1: do you think, Flight of the Concords does it so well. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, I mean, he does parody, but... Beethoven's you Ninth know, Symphony? Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there's a lot of Tim Rice lyrics that are pretty funny.
1: <laughs> so, uh, a lot of Train lyrics are really funny. I actually uh, started an eight-piece jazz band, and we do covers of the Billboard Hot 100 at the Ace Hotel. And uh, so I've been arranging these pop songs and really paying a lot more attention to them than you ever should. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's very catchy, the current song tra- Train's song Drive-By, but there's a lyric in the chorus that is... I'm just a shy guy Looking for a two-ply Hefty bag To hold my love Wow and I moved And if, if It was intentionally Written that way But the rest of the lyrics Like if it was intentionally Supposed to be calling his Woman A, a <laughs> garbage dump That would be brilliant That would be brilliant writing But the rest of the song Has nothing to do with that <laughs> And uh, so that is not the intention And it's horrible
2: <laughs> But fun to play
1: It's a very catchy song It's going to be great we have uh, guest singers so. All right,
2: and you're off to celebrate the first annual.
1: Yeah, I got got to go collect you my award. Go, going right now, I got to collect your award
2: You're <laughs> off the mantle place. Rachel Shuker, what are you up to?
3: Oh, I'm just working all summer. I'm writing a new book and I uh Oi. What's it about? Well, it's two things. I can't talk about one of them yet, but the second one is the second in my YA series that comes out next year. Um, that's set in 1930s Hollywood, and it's very Jacqueline Suzanne.
2: <laughs> very nice, very yeah. nice Jacqueline Suzanne, one of our favorite mm-hmm. pornographers. And
4: I'm ar- editing a book of orgasm erotica. If you wanna write, if you're inspired by today's show, I need more stories. I need 69 wait, stories, wait. which is a lot of stories. Uh,
2: is that not redundant, orgasm erotica? Well, is it that? is
4: a little bit redundant, but it's the theme is orgasm. So, like, you know, different ways. Uh, I'm very pro.
2: I'd like to say.
3: Did you hear that thing about the Real Housewives? You remember Alex and Simon, the really creepy yeah. ones from Brooklyn, mm. and how she like very seriously is like she's like, no, the process of giving birth can be very erotic. In yeah, fact, I just, when I gave birth, Simon was sitting behind me, and when it happened, we realized oh, he had actually ejaculated. Okay. Yeah. That's so okay. disgusting Best and story. once again, First of all, what was he doing sitting behind her, telling <laughs> people?
4: Why was he rubbing his penis on her while yeah. she was giving birth to his kid? And why is she telling okay. people? Once
2: again, it's been the fastest half hour on the internet. What a way to end! It's the Mike and Judy Show. <laughs> (laughs) Once again, it's Mike Edison for my co-host, Judy McGuire, who's out in the field today. Uh, Thanks to Rachel kramer Bustle, Rachel Schuchert, and Ben Lerman, who's going to take us out with another funny song. Mike and Judy, thanks to Joe, our new engineer, and Jack and Bonner. We'll see you guys next week.
1: We met just by chance Or so I thought when you said we ought to dance I was inspired we stayed up till dawn But waited a week Before we got it on Your body was on fire Then you asked for a favor I said, okay You're moving to Brooklyn, sure I'll be there 7 a.m. Saturday Saturday I helped you load a van with my two hands And I did it all for you But then the very next day, you threw me away You only fucked me so I'd help you move You only fucked me so I'd help you move You only fucked me so I'd help you move Well, karma's a bitch Cause that new apartment's Bedbugs made you itch. Your body is on fire. Thanks for listening to this program on the Heritage Radio Network. You can find all of our archived programs on heritageradionetwork.com as well as a schedule of upcoming live shows. You can also podcast all of our programs on iTunes by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes Store. You can find us on Facebook... And follow us on Twitter for up-to-date news and information. Thanks for listening.